Hello and welcome to Between Here and There. My name is Sean. This is Charlotte. This is Summer. And we're here today to talk to you about hmm, this topic. You know, I have to say, when I first thought of it, I was pretty proud of myself. Because <laughs> I was like, I came up with this. This is going to be like a new thing. <laughs> then, of course, you know, I type it into Google, and it turns out there's tons of people have been writing articles about it. <laughs> and so, what are we talking about today? We're talking about COVID FOMO. COVID FOMO. Well, it's just combination of two words, right? Or it's, it's actually many words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the combination of two. Uh, uh, what do you call that? What do you call that? Oh, two acronyms. 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 Combination of two acronyms. COVID and FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out, and uh, and you know what is FOMO during COVID, and how do you deal with FOMO during COVID? Does it change? Does it stay the same? Is it worse? And the reason why I, I thought about this was because previously we had interviewed someone, mm-hmm. one of our students, Laurent Xia. Who talked about this thing called shaman? Yeah, right? shaman. Shaman, which is kind of like blindly being busy, right? You remember this summer, mm-hmm. right? And I kept thinking about this, and what he kept saying was, "Well, you know, I would be on Zoom, and I would see my friends, and I would see like what they have going on in the background, or or what they're doing with their time, and I would feel like I'm not doing enough with my time." Yes. So yes. I kept thinking, like, you know, where does this pressure come from, and what would you call that? In a certain way, it's almost like fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of different, right? Because everyone's kind of in quarantine, and and you're seeing things like people doing stuff, but you're not participating in it. Yeah. And you're actually not even sure if they're really doing it, or they're just putting on a front. Right. Right. You know, are they making? Are they really making all those like freaking chen cheng pai? You know, all like the 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 lady Sour I'm dolls. like. The, yeah. Or yeah, are they really creating like their new dough recipes and stuff? Right. So, all right. So today we're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk a little bit and share about COVID FOMO. And uh, first, a word from our sponsor. So our show is sponsored by Rocket Admit Huajian Jiaoyu. Rocket Admit is started by three Ivy League alums with a mission to help Taiwanese high school students get into the top thirty American universities. Yeah. Yes. So. Don't have FOMO about American universities. Be a part of it. <laughs> you can find them at www.rocketadmit.com. So, FOMO. What is FOMO exactly, Summer? I think there's two aspects of FOMO, and the first thing is seeing what other people are doing during the pandemic and with their, what they're doing with their time, and feeling like you could be doing more. Mm. And then the second part is. What you're missing out on, like life experiences. If you're going to college, you're or not really. If you're doing digital college, you're missing out on an in-campus, on-campus experience. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, according to Jennifer Wolken, who is a New York-based health and neuropsychologist, describes FOMO as anxiety that's elicited by the perception that others are thriving while we aren't, or that others are overall experiencing a better version of life. And I think um, uh, this is accelerated with you know uh, with social media because like before without social media we wouldn't know what other people are doing but now everybody's posting mm-hmm. so that and it's, especially when you're in quarantine or uh, maybe you're in lockdown and you look at other people's pages you feel more like you feel very anxiety like oh all these people are improving but yeah. I'm not yeah you know when I feel FOMO when. 
when I look at your page, Charlotte. <laughs> yes. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, Charlotte posts like a often, lot, yeah. right? And she is everywhere. She's yeah. like, she's like five places at, on a day. You know, I'm like, yeah. do you have like double, triple versions of Charlotte? <laughs> and and you're always doing something exciting. And obviously, really? you know, we're we're in Taipei where we can actually move around. And not everyone who's listening to this show right now has the freedom of moving around. Yeah. But still, you know, even in this freedom of movement, I'm like, wow. Like talking about maximizing your time. Yeah, but you here, know how bro. stressful I am, like to go to all these places, you know, like trying to do everything, especially like during COVID now that, you know, people in Taiwan, we're not really traveling. So a lot of people are either like eating all the best restaurants or, you know, trying to find good food or going, you know, trying to find something exciting. You know, travel, yeah, domestic travel. travel has just gone through the roof. Yes. You know, it's so hard to get a ticket to Penghu. It's like right. harder. <laughs> right. It's harder than like anything. You right. can't get a ticket. Exactly. Yeah. It's like trying to get into like the Cannes Film Festival or something yeah. like that. And you hotels know? is impossible. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and so I'm seeing, you know, people are like, they're traveling, they're finding these new places, like new exciting things to do. And you know, Charlotte is always like, you're learning new things. You're like learning Korean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason why I'm learning Korean is because um, I've been watching so many like Korean soap opera. And, it, you know, I have no, absolutely no like, um, I, I never really like watched K-pop because I didn't have time when there wasn't COVID, right? So there's like during like this small pocket of time uh, when Taiwan was locked down in like March 2020. So I started watching like, you know, Crash Landing on You. And the more Korean I listen to, I'm like, hey, I can learn this because it sounds so much like Chinese. <laughs> so I start going on this website called High Tutor. Uh -huh. And High Tutor, basically, you buy points uh -huh. and you get to, you know, online. And then also, I want to know what this online education is all about. So do you talk to like real uh, people? Real human, and, oh, okay, yes. Okay. And they're actually Korean and Japanese. I, actually, I'm doing both Japanese and Korean. Oh, wow. But, but I, I already spoke, I already speak Japanese. I, I, I worked in Japan for two years, right? Uh -huh. So I can speak Japanese, but I just want to go to a next level, right? Mm. So I'm doing like, you know, Japanese and I'm learning like Korean from scratch, mm. you know, like learning all these like hangul, right? You know, mm. and um, it's really interesting. So I do this high tutor and then um, I can see people. Uh, so I was learning from a Korean girl that is in lockdown in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, and I had to wake up like really early in the morning to learn from her. Mm. And I, I thought it was really interesting. And we actually like talked to each other. So it's like actually have a friend, you know. Right, right. And then, you know, and then. But, uh, but you were also talking about like a program such as like Duolingo. Which, yeah, Duolingo. Which, which puts you into like competition with other people so that you can see like how many hours you put in, how many <laughs> other people put in. See, that's the thing, right? I mean, FOMO is based on comparison. Yes. <laughs> when you compare yourself, your own performance, your state of being with other people who seem to always be doing more than you, you get kind of anxious about it. Yeah. Summer, how do you feel? I feel like I'm constantly not doing enough based on what I see other people doing. What are other people <laughs> doing? I, okay, so a little bit of background. So Summer's here in Taipei because she cannot go to Harvard. Because she's taking, uh, so you're taking a gap year, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, you would be a Harvard freshman. Mm -hmm. And what have you done with your time? And what are you seeing other people doing with their time? Um, I'm taking Chinese classes here and tutoring. Um, also doing other miscellaneous things, helping with this podcast. Um, 
But I see other people, like some of my peers, they're auditing like Harvard courses right now. Uh. Um, and I'm not doing that. Wow. <laughs> they're learning, yeah, learning a new language like Charlotte is or doing yeah. really, really productive things. Wow. Well, yeah. well I, I'm glad we're listed under miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. <laughs> 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 so within this miscellaneous, right? I mean, we're only taking a few hours out of every week to do this, which is kind of a, it's also a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. But there's many yeah, things absolutely. like that. I mean, what do you think you would like to do that you see other people doing that you're that you have fear of missing out here Uh, this is just uh, this is probably not relatable but i have a huge list of courses that i want to take online i made like a list of 20 courses um and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna like learn how to master marketing and like before I even get to college. Oh, you're talking about like, these like Coursera and yeah, like yeah, courses or like stuff. yeah, different certificates. Ah. Yeah. I noticed so, a lot of my friends actually like subscribe to Masterclass, uh-huh. and they're yeah. like taking classes from like Anna Wintour, right? Or, like, you know, yeah. right. You know, right. all these people they have like you know they they all like they want to learn like by learning they feel like they're not wasting their time. You know, yeah. I also have a subscription to Masterclass <laughs> which I do not watch. Yeah. So I would like to ask you, so you, you know, booked all oh, you have this master list of all these courses. So mm-hmm. um, have you been taking them? No. Why why not? Um Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> she feels the pressure. Yeah, I feel the pressure. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed? Yeah, a little by bit. All these numbers of choices yes. and these potentials. I think it's it's actually like the the phenomenon where you have too many choices mm-hmm. and that's actually more yes. restricting than having too little choices. Right. Like when you're at a grocery store and there's too many pasta options, you're like, Oh my god, I don't know which one to buy when if there's only three, then you're it's fine, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I really feel that. Yeah. So uh, this COVID FOMO, how I think is a little bit different from the regular FOMO, is usually maybe we'd be running around outside, right? So our attention is divided by the activities we engage in. But now that we're spending more time indoors, many people are just on their phones. And social media is set up in such a way that it's like a gaming system. Yes. It games you where you're constantly comparing yourself to others. And there are so many different options being offered online. So, you know, I'm looking at my friend who is in, um, you know, who's my classmate at Harvard. And he is taking the COVID, uh, you know, during the lockdown when he was in Korea, he was teaching his son, like, classical Chinese, right? And and I'm looking at this. I'm like, the, the kid is like 10 years old. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm like, wow. Like, like, if you can do it, maybe I can try doing it. Because he's talking about, you know, how, how he got started and how the kid at first was, was, you know, what his son like really got out of it. You know, he was sharing all this stuff, right? Yeah. All these insights. And it really made me think, well, maybe I can do it too. So do you think the son really wants that? He's like... You know, Dad, if it's like any normal day, you would not teach me classical Chinese. But like now, because you'll have nothing else to but do. He, the, the, see, the thing is, right? So he's sending me these these passages that his son is like reading. And he's asking me, well, what do you think? You know, how do you think my son is doing? It's almost kind of like, you know, I'm looking at it like, your son is great, man. Like, <laughs> and he, and, and he, he says, oh, because he considers me to be like a Chinese expert, which I'm not. Right. But he considers me to be. So I don't have the heart to tell him like, oh, look, you know, I don't really know that much about classical Chinese, but, <laughs> but your son is sounding pretty good. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, gosh, why can't I do that? Yeah. You know, even for myself, like I would like to bone up on my classical Chinese. 
You right? yourself or your kid? Both. More for myself, actually. <laughs> Good dad. <laughs> for my kid, I mean, Lucas is what eight. Right? <laughs> well, Liv is ten, but they are busy enough as it is. But still, we're thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah, there, there's so many things I can learn. There's so many things I can do. Yeah. And we're overwhelmed by this flow of information that's coming yes, in. Yes. Yeah, and I think especially for like kids that are supposed to be in college in the states, but they can't, you know, because of COVID, they can't go there. So now they're like, you know, kind of their their learning is kind of um, stalled. So they want to do a lot of things. They want to do internship. They feel like they need working experience, but they're also taking like midnight classes, and they also want to spend time with their family and friends. Now these are the kids that you're seeing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and who are all very uh, extraordinary in their own ways. They're all very high achievers and stuff. There's also a lot that are just you know I'm just spending all my time on on online or you know I'm playing. Yeah. Whatever. There's plenty of people wasting their time on TikTok right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also people like building followings and and things, right? Oh so, yeah. So this feeling of like, well, am I doing enough to be productive, or am I doing enough even just to relax? Right, like going out to a nice restaurant or or, or clubbing at night, mm-hmm. or yeah. just even making a you know your own pizza, right, and then showing it off. Like, <laughs> hey, you know that's a good point about relaxing. Is when I'm really really productive, I'm still having like FOMO about relaxing and spending time with friends. But when I'm spending time with friends, I fear I feel FOMO about not being productive enough. Insight of the day: FOMO about not relaxing enough. <laughs> <laughs> How many people have this? All right. <laughs> I always wish that I could have like a show of hands of every, everyone who's listening to this podcast. Like, do you have a FOMO of actually not relaxing enough? How can these people relax so hard? <laughs> I mean, they're spending, oh my God, like they, they're, yeah. they're like kinking their feet up and they're just, you know, they're, they're just Netflix and chilling. Or yeah. They're just spending their relaxation time very productive or productively. Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm kind of wasting my time like scrolling on my phone, but other people they're like meditating or like reading and you know doing cool things. So what I like to understand also, um, because you know Charlotte and I, we we are way past college, right? Mm-hmm. For summer, you're college age, and for there's so many of you guys right now mm-hmm. that are. You know, we're, we're in limbo. I mean, that's why we call our show Between Here and There. You guys are stuck between here and there. You're looking at a future in a university. You're looking forward to a college experience and mm-hmm. everything that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a FOMO about not having that college experience? Yes, absolutely. And I think people who actually have already started college feel it worse than I do because I haven't even had the oh, experience really? yet. I know like... People who were sophomores when the pandemic hit, they mm-hmm. missed their second semester. Now they miss their entire junior year, and they're going to start <laughs> senior year uh, uh, kind of uncertain, right? Uh-huh. And so they've already missed like one and a half years of like probably the most important parts of college, which is like sophomore to junior year. And junior years where you're supposed to get all your internships, and now those are online, and so they're really feeling the brunt of it. Mm. And then probably going to graduate onto a not a stable job market. So those are the people who are really, really missing out. It sounds like anxiety about the future. Yeah. Yes. And what do they do when they're stressed out? So my daughter just had like a, a fraternity party at our house like last week because she feels that a lot of people missed out on the hazing process. They, so they, she, she tries to recreate the whole um, fraternity hazing process in our house. You, were you there? 
um, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped no, by no, at the no, end. Like, I by, by, by making yourself there, you know, it's like a, it's like the Heisenberg uncertainty oh. principle. You know, so like I it, couldn't, I couldn't be by there. By your observ observing the thing, you yeah. change the dynamic of the experience. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be there because I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a FOMO moment, so I had to go somewhere else. <laughs> so I couldn't be. It makes you FOMO about college. Yes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so you go and you seek out some of your girlfriends and be like, hey, we got to go haze ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hard time for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> but how did it turn out, that frat party? Well, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I went to oh, it. Oh, you were th yeah, there? I was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was fun. It was fun. It was very chill. Just one of those, like, chill frat parties. We didn't do, like, actually any, like, hazing. hazing. <laughs> no one was, like, initiated through random things. Right. <laughs> but you got the cup. Chill. You got those, like... The red cellar cups. Yeah, red yes. cellar cups. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, <laughs> Necessary part. No, what you I play, feel like... Did you play, like, beer pong or something? No, <laughs> we, we actually didn't. They, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of chilled. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people my age, they feel like they're missing on, quote unquote, the peak part of their lives. Right. Because like we're the youngest, you know, this is yeah. like when everyone's supposed to have the most fun normally, when you're going to be around the most people your age and just have like a blast, you know, and right. people are really missing that. Right. So what can we do about it? See, I, I actually think that having that, you know, the, the, the mock party yeah. is a very proactive thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you you realize what you're missing out, but then mm -hmm. you're taking steps to proactively build it. You try to recreate it. Right. It's not the actual thing, but you pretend. Just like we pretend, we go on these trips and we take pictures pretending we're in Tokyo or mm -hmm. pretend we're in France, you know, just yeah. just pretending. Right. But no, but, but at least you're doing something about it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the thing yeah. about people who have extreme FOMO is that they keep you know, going through their IG feeds and they just feel worse and worse. And then yeah. they're just like, well, I'm just Yeah, gonna... they doom scroll. <laughs> doom doom <Yeah>. scroll. <laughs> and then they just end up mm, just sleeping all day or something or I... just being in inactive and not doing anything about it. I think it is important to note that we are in Taiwan and we have the privilege to be able to go out and be proactive and do yes. things yes. because people in America, you know, sometimes they can't. I mean, right. most of the times they can't. Right. So sometimes it's just you kind of have to stay at home and figure out how to have fun and in a new way at mm -hmm. home mm -hmm. and kind of just appreciate the things that you have right. instead of always doom scrolling on social media and seeing what other people are doing. Right. So for, for me, um, you know, being in Taipei this whole period of time and seeing many of my friends really living life to the fullest or picking up a, <laughs> a you know, a 10th language or, you right. know, <laughs> learning a new instrument and yada, yada, like yeah. growing a new arm. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, <clears throat> for me, it's, it's, after a while, I find that I actually have to turn off my social feed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that gives me the clarity of mind to actually be in my room and say, all right, Sean, now what do you want to do? Yes. Mm -hmm. And what do you have time to do? And what makes you happy? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Not what I think would make me happy based on what I'm seeing someone else being happy about. Mm -hmm. Be present in your own life and don't kind of live your life uh, through the lens of what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. But there is this concept of uh, mindful media. It's when, it's when you're actually you're, you're more mindful of what you're feeling and experiencing when you're on social media. Mm -hmm. And that's a practice that we can all try to engage in. Because mm -hmm. if you find yourself that every time you cannot resist being on IG, but every time going on IG makes you feel worse about yourself. Don't go on it. <laughs> then you have to shift your attention elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And so psychologists say that we should 
try to shift our mindset from one of um, I'm not doing enough of you know what am I missing mm-hmm. to one of abundance. Mm-hmm. So what do I have? You know, I've got a lot right now around me, or even I've got a lot already on my plate. I've I've got a lot of options, and I just you know need the time to start making them happen, right? And uh, there is this concept of a gratitude journal, which I'm sure you guys all heard of. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of it. Yeah, I right? do it every morning. You do it every morning. Mm-hmm. I do it every night. Do you write it down or do mm-hmm. you actually just think about it? I write three down. Three yeah. things I'm grateful for. Yeah, three things. Do you think it helps you? I do. Yeah. In what way? Um, it makes me appreciate what I have uh, instead of just chasing, always chasing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shifts your attention mm-hmm. to what has gone well in your life. Yeah. Right. And you realize that, oh, I've actually, you know, there are a lot of things that go well and I've actually accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. Or even just celebrating your accomplishments for the day at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very quickly, right? Because our minds are naturally inclined to focus on the things that we haven't done. Mm. Right. And so just by refocusing on the things that went well can help to shift our mindset. Mm-hmm. So everyone can actually try this, you know, tonight, like before you go to sleep or like summer, you know, mm-hmm. when you wake up, right? So you think about the past, like 24 hours, is that what happens? When you do, when you... I journal in the morning and at night. Oh. Yeah, so you do it twice right. a day. So you have six things that you appreciate. So in the morning, I do things I'm grateful for. And then at night, I do reflections on the day. Mm. Why, why did you start that? Did, did you find this somewhere or? So there's actually this journal you can buy called the five minute journal. and. Okay. Um, there's three things you're grateful for, three morning affirmations, and like three goals for the day. Mm. And at the bottom, you fill it in at night is mm-hmm. reflections on the day. I didn't buy the journal because I really can just do that myself in right. my own journal. Right. So that's what I've been doing. Oh, right. wow. Cool. I hope what Summer has shared will not give you FOMO. (laughs) I don't have the journal. I don't have the journal. (laughs) You don't need the journal. You can do it yourself on a piece of paper. (laughs) Yes. It's the practice that counts, right? So everyone knows that there is FOMO, but then there's also this other acronym called JOMO. Joy of missing out. There is the joy of missing out. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. Um, Yesterday, I was supposed to go to a... A party, um, it's appreciation, Gaoliang, Gaoliang Jiu, the appreciation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I choose not to go because uh-huh. I know that, you know, because. I, I think I saw the pictures from that party. Yeah, it is an amazing <laughs> Did <you> party. <laughs> Did you feel the like FOMO? 40 year Gaoliang. Yeah, is, is, is I was supposed right? to be there. Yeah. But then I choose, last minute, I choose not to go because I know it's not good for my throat because I've been mm-hmm. ha- having this husky voice, right? right. And then. I mean, I saw the pictures. I'm kind of like, man, I should have just gone there. Maybe just a little bit, you know. You know, I feel yeah, that. But at the so end, good. yeah. But at the end, I go. And actually, everybody's been saying like, you know, the, all the people there, they're like sending me pictures. They mm-hmm. go. They even like had a little film. Go, Charlotte, you should have been here. You know, why aren't you here? But at the end, I go. I, I, I before I go to sleep, I go. I did something good for my body. And, you know, mm. if I would have drank all that alcohol, you know, it would not be good for my throat. So, you know, I've done something good for myself. So I go, I did a good job. Go, good job. Pat good, job. <laughs> good, good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and you have a very good reason for taking care of yourself. Yes. You know, and your yes. voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And Charlotte's an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. See, that's why I need friends like Sean and Summer. You have to surround yourself with positive people, not people that judge you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Even if it's not real. 
<laughs> what do you mean this isn't real? <laughs> what do you mean it's not real? What no. are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I, I think we all can help to shift our mindset from one of, of just, gosh, you know, why am I missing out on this? I wish I could be a part of this, to, you know what? You know, this is probably for the best. And actually having that time can let me be more comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong with just sitting by yourself for the day. You know, learning to be comfortable with ourselves is probably one of the hardest things to do yeah, in the absolutely. 21st century. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you would think it should be very easy because, you know, like when we we're a baby, right? Babies know exactly what I'm hungry, I'm crying, you know, my right. diaper sweat. But then I don't know what happened. Like as we grow older, we start to like... Um, not be sensitive to what our body wants or what do we want. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why, but mm-hmm. we just keep, especially after with social media, we want to compete, we want to be better. I mean, it's a good thing, but then, you know, we, we ended up giving ourselves a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure growing up and it continues. And, you know, when you have that time, if you could just just get back to yourself. And, you know, in many ways, come on, we're all missing out on something, right? But... It would be a real pity to miss out on the chance to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're, you are your own best friend at the end of the day. That's true. Yep. Yeah. And you came to this world by yourself mm-hmm. and you will leave by yourself. Yeah, so you exactly. should be nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be any FOMO when you're on your way over to the other side. All right. Well, today this is our sharing about FOMO. I hope that, uh, you know, this, maybe if you're hearing this, helps you to put some things in perspective. And I hope that we can all be a little bit more mindful with the social media that we engage in and just do more with our time to be comfortable with ourselves. So thank you for listening and tune in next time. Bye-bye.